We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Tins, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing good, Jared. Can't wait for this episode. Yeah, this is a fantastic one for you guys. I mean, if you guys didn't read the title, we have gotten on all four, and I'm going to call all four because I think Taylor Blake Ward is fairly, you know, he's a, he's a uh, beat writer that doesn't, that doesn't World work. famous. World famous Taylor Blake Ward as well. Yeah, uh, Taylor Blake Ward. Sam Blum of The Athletic, Jeff Fletcher of The Orange County Register, and Rhett Bollinger of MLB.com have all joined us to give their predictions, answer a couple questions for us here as well. Fantastic, fantastic show ahead of us here. Before we get going any further, though, if you could subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave us a review, whether it's good or bad. How can we get better? How can we get worse? Of course, Hopefully we're not going to get worse for you guys, but uh, if you do, you know, we will get worse for you. Um, <laughs> I, again, again, follow us on all of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, as well. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared and Square Tim's. You can follow Nate at Nate Green 34. First off, actually, I want to say thank you to everybody that came on Taylor, Sam, Jeff, and Rhett for taking the time to talk to us. I know this week has been completely busy for them with opening day and everything moving forward, but you know, it was fantastic for them to take the time and, and you know, talk with us and, and talk, give the fans their predictions as well it was an absolute blast talking with them nate before we get to these interviews real quick i think sam's sam's our first interview what'd you take away from this anything anything in particular you took away from this yeah the one thing i took away from it was just how excited these guys are to see some of the new faces noah Syndergaard, you know possibly a mikey stefanik archie bradley aaron loop like all these new faces how excited they're they are to hear uh to see these guys perform in angels red so that's what i took i hope i hope you guys enjoyed today Yes, absolutely. It was again fantastic podcast. Hope you guys stick around and and watch or or listen to this podcast wherever you are, wherever you're watching or listening. And guys, without further ado, let's get right to it, shall we? All right, guys. We are now joined by. Beat writer for the Angels of the Athletic. I said that completely wrong. He's a friend of the show. He's been on here before. Sam Blum. Sam, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Not Good. too bad. Not too bad. Um, again, again, throw everything out there. Where they can find your work. Where they can find you on Twitter. Maybe a Snapchat or something for. Uh, oh. for I'm just kidding. I don't know if I have a Snapchat. I might be like ten years. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, uh, you know, follow me at uh, at Sam Blum three on Twitter, and uh, you know, read everything at theathletic.com. Absolutely. He does a fantastic job. Go, uh, yeah, go follow him. Go, uh, if you don't already, I know, you know, again, Pete Riot here for the angels. You got, I'm sure you guys already do, but if you don't go follow him, go get a subscription to the athletic, go watch, uh, not watch or go, go read all of his stuff. He does a fantastic, fantastic job. Just come out. I'm trying fantastic. to catch up to, to Jeff Fletcher on, on Twitter. So hopefully <laughs> he sees this and he knows I'm coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I won't, if, you know, I'm not going to say anything. I won't say anything to him. Yeah, I, okay. I promise, you know, uh, Twitter, Twitter, dad. I don't <laughs> like to disappoint dad that much. Jeff Ledger, and he's going to hate me if he 
for for that. But I'm sorry. He'll, he'll I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Sure. On on to I know. I'm sorry. On to the uh, on to what we what we have going here. Big predictions podcast again here for you guys. If you guys are just tuning in, let's get started with the questions here. Uh, how'd you like the Angels off season? Well, I mean, if you asked me a couple weeks ago, I would have said they really missed out a lot. Um, but you know, I mean, listen, it wasn't it wasn't like a perfect off season. I don't think they did everything they could have done. But you know, I I think. It was good. Um, I think they got the bullpen that they need to have to be successful. There's enough proven players. If, listen, if the bullpen ends up not being great this year, I think that's less on the offseason, the people that manage the offseason. I think it's more on the coaching staff. So we'll see what plays out. But the, the players they have are good enough right now to be to put together a really good bullpen that kind of fills all the needs. I think that that a team that they hope that helps make the playoffs, you know, should have. I think when you look at, I know we're not going to talk about Upton, but I think like when you look at you know, the types of deals that teams can make, you know, Perry has been judicious and kind of making decisions. I think that, you know, aren't going to put them in a position where they have to cut a player and, you know, pay him to go somewhere else. Uh, I think that's, that's a smart thing. Obviously sometimes you have to overpay to get good free agents. And I think that's obvious, you know, aspect of the sport, but especially with the angels who kind of have a fixed, seemingly fixed payroll that they kind of don't really want to go above you know, you really got to be smart about how you use your money. And so, you know, they're, they're, they're putting themselves in a position to maybe extend Otani in a couple of years, uh, you know, to, to be able to put together good rosters in the years to come. So I think it was a good off season. It wasn't just looking at this year. I think it's looking at the next couple of years and possibly extending Otani, which is going to cost a lot of money no matter when it happens. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something Nate and I preach. It's like, I don't want to be good this year. I don't want to be good next year. I want to be good for the next 10 years. You know, I, I want to be the Dodgers. I want to be the Astros. I don't, I don't just want to have, I don't just want to be like the Orioles a couple years ago or, or the Royals a couple years ago where, you know, you have right. two or three good years. I want to be good. I want to be good for years to come. I, I want that dynasty, you know, like the Dodgers have had. So yeah, I, I, I'm with it there. So uh, next question for you, kind of a fun one here. Who has the better year? Uh, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani or Anthony Rendon? And Otani, obviously, on both standpoints. Eliminate Anthony Rendon off the front. Uh, not because I think he'll have a bad year, but just because I think he's not going to be Mike Trout or Shohei Otani. Uh, you know, listen, I think Mike Trout might put a better offensive numbers, but when you talk about overall better year, it's just like, you know, looking at Vlad Jr. last year against Shohei Otani. It's like Vlad Jr. was the best offensive player in the game, but he didn't even get a single first-place vote. So, I mean, it's uh, – as long as Shohei Otani is at a pretty decent level of both hitting and pitching, he's going to be the more valuable player, and he's probably going to be the overall better player. Um, you know, obviously Mike Trout's coming off the injury too, so you know we'll see if he's. Uh, God, I would never want to doubt that he's going to be anything less than perfect, especially since you know I know the fan base here <laughs> probably hate me for that. But I think he'll be great. You know, I think he'll have a great year. I just uh, I'll be curious to see if it's you know. Uh, if he's back to being fully Mike Trout or if it's going to take some time to get kind of back into it. Um, but, I mean, listen, Shoei Otani is, is right now, I think, the best player in the game. So I'll go with him. That's, I, 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 I'm intrigued to know, you know, the, everybody else's uh, answers to that because, I mean, three fantastic players, and, and you look at MLB's ranking, one, two for the Angels and Otani and Trout, which is, which is fun. But Trout looked, Trout looked fun this, this, uh, this spring. I mean, he, yeah, it was just good. good to see him back, to be honest. Like, that, at the end of the day, it's just good to see that swing. Good to see Trout. You know, so, with, Trout, with Trout, it's kind of funny because, like, when, when I came on the speed, he was hurt, and he just never would – he wasn't really, like, available to media. I think he purposely didn't really come out much. Yeah. And, it's and you know, it's just – I think it, you just – from my perspective as someone who just kind of joins, like, I was like, I guess he just maybe doesn't like media as much. But it's really – I think he just was so sad not to be playing baseball because now he's, like, out there just, like, yucking it up with everybody. I mean, I just – you could tell how much he genuinely loves the game. So, I think that comes through in just the way that he operates around people like us who – you know, we'd like to talk to him about baseball as opposed to injuries. Absolutely. Yeah, no, definitely. It was, uh, it was horrible missing him, but seeing the swing again is, is fantastic. So Nate, I knew you had a question. Yeah, Sam. So what storyline are you looking forward to this year? I know you're going to get to write some really fun stories. Which storyline are you looking forward to? Um, you know, I think the, it's get. I think this is maybe going to be a common answer that you guys get, but I'm excited to see Marsha and Adele. Um, and just obviously the angels have now made a significant, you know, it's not it's not a necessarily a financial investment yet, but they made a significant decision to to cut Justin Upton and to go with these two guys. And so, how does that play out over the course of the year? I mean, are these? You know, I think I think Odell is is really going to take a huge step. To me, is it with, with with Brandon Marsh? Can he offensively like limit the strikeouts? Can he, you know, continue to show power to the opposite field? Things like that, which I you know really think he can do. But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out over the course of a full major league season. 
Um, you know, everyone staying healthy is important too. And then it's really just the, the outfield in general is fascinating to me because obviously Taylor Ward is a good player. Uh, I think they're really happy with how he played in spring, but, you know, I don't know if he's necessarily kind of boxed out of, of the starting, you know, outfield right now. So it's the whole outfield in general, but I really want to see the, the growth of those two guys. And, and if it's to the extent that, you know, people really think, uh, they're capable of um, because they're the top two, you know, prospects in the organization. They're best friends. They're, you know, it's a great story. And and then being really productive major leaguers at the same time uh, is, you know, will be really fascinating to see. Absolutely. And I just mentioned it on uh, on Twitter, but you know, you had Tory Hunter and the kids with uh, Trout and Borges. Now you have Trout and the kids in uh, in Adele and Marsh, which is which is really fun to see. Um, just kind of how all that's played out. So, next question for you: Which new angel are you most excited to see? I know you got a little bit of a different different answer to this. Uh, one, so, but... I mean, new angel. I mean, like somebody they acquired. Uh, yeah. new or I mean, I guess making his debut for the Angels yeah. as well. Anybody like I, that? I, I'm gonna go. With, I really want to say Michael Stefanik, just because I think he's gonna make it this year. If he's a good player, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think he's not. I don't know if he'll make the major league roster out of spring. It seems like he's not with Jack Mayfield, kind of getting that kind of announcement yesterday. So I don't yeah. think he'll make the roster out of spring. Doesn't mean he shouldn't have. Doesn't mean he isn't a good major league baseball player. I think once he comes up, he's gonna be. I mean, listen, the guy is a you know did not play at a high level of college baseball. Uh, all he did was hit, you know, crazy story, kind of getting a, a flyer just to come play pro baseball. And everywhere he's played, he's hit like 350. So I'd be fascinated to see how it plays in the major league level. I don't see any reason why he can't be a really productive major league hitter. His defense is better. He feels like his injury, which kind of was holding him back a little bit last year, is no longer an issue. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see once he gets his chance. I don't think he's going to get sent back down. So we'll see. Nah. I, I, I agree with that, and how dare you slander the NAIA? No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, we, kidding. I'm kidding. We play his his alma mater in two weeks, so yeah, that will okay, be fun. Well, I'll be rooting for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I get it. NAIA is uh, NAIA is a little bit different than uh, D1, D2, and D3, but uh, but yeah, no, it's a fantastic story. I like I said, been following him ever since he uh, he got picked up by the Angels, and it's just a fantastic story all the way around, and and it's a great fan story. I mean especially being from Idaho and, and such like that. Not a lot of players come from, nobody. come from that area. No, yeah. Nobody um, for that, like uh, for that standpoint. But uh, last question here for you, before I let you go, I need a record prediction from you. What do you, what do you got here? I think when we spoke last, I said it between 87 and 90 and I'm, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to veer off that. Cause I think that was, I, I kind of made that prediction within, with the, the other additions in mind. Um, you know, listen, they've stayed healthy so far. So they've got, they're going in, I think in a good position to do well. Uh, they're over under. I mean, some teams. I think I've seen like 82, 83, something like that. But I'll go with I'll go with 87 to 90 because I I just and and to give you an exact number, I'll go 89, and there'll be a fringe playoff contention, probably the last spot, maybe second to last spot or last spot. Because I, I mean, listen, you have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Uh, if you're not making the playoffs with that, then it's an issue. Uh, then you got to then you just got to start over because there's clearly something that's just not working over the course of 162 game season if you can't put together that number of wins with this talent level you got to rethink everything I'm guessing that's probably why Joe Madden has not gotten the contract extension yet they want to make sure that this is you know with this good team they'll actually be good so it's an interesting dynamic that's kind of playing out on that front too but uh, that's my prediction and I think that they, they if they don't get that then there's a serious issue here yeah, absolutely, and uh, you do have a Debbie Downer over here in Nate Green who says seventy-seven wins, but uh, I did but not other, say seventy-seven this but, year. But last other, year I did, and I was correct. Thank you you're very exactly much. Exactly right with seventy-seven yeah. last year. So he thank was. you for thank you for just making me sound even smarter, Jerry. Yeah. I love he, it. He was exactly right, and I don't I don't not hear it from him on a daily basis. So there's that. But <laughs> but um, he but I like it up today. Yeah, I know I did bring it up today. Um, but yeah, no, I, I again, again, man, thanks for jumping on and, and talking yeah. to Angels baseball with us here before the season starts. Right. Um, Catching yeah. dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm uh, not looking forward to him seeing this one at all. But uh, <laughs> but but yeah, again, man, thanks so much. Uh, again, throw out everything, uh, the athletic, where you, they can find you on Twitter, yeah, uh, yeah. Instagram handle, maybe. Just follow me on Twitter at Sam Blum three. You know, we need about twenty four thousand to catch up to, uh, to Jeff and yeah, read us at theathletic.com. So. If you add all of ours together, we might be getting there decently. That's exactly. Yeah, there you go. Probably not, though. <laughs> but, uh, but again, hey, thanks for jumping on with us there, Sam. And, uh, and have a fantastic season, man. All right, you too. I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Cool. Thanks, Sam. All right, we are now joined with yes, the world famous. Of course, gotta bring you know, you know, I gotta do it, TBW. 
We are joined by the world-famous Taylor Blake Ward. Taylor, how you doing? I'm doing all right, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Doing, doing great. It's, all, it's baseball season, so you know, it's, it's fantastic. Before we get going, tell us everything. You know, where we can find your work, where we can find you on Twitter, the book that came out, everything. Just tell, us, <laughs> tell us it all. Yeah, I just uh, had my top 30 Angels prospects come out on homeplayview.com. You can find me on Twitter, at Taylor Blake Ward. And yeah, if you guys get a chance, pick up a copy of In Search of Millionaires, Life of a Baseball Gypsy. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and uh, iUniverse Bookstore. So still waiting on uh, some royalties. <laughs> so so we'll see how that plays out. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to pick up a copy, uh, we've... We've been signing copies and sending them out like crazy of late. If you guys have requests, you can find me on Twitter at Taylor Blake Ward, and we can try and get you a signed copy if need be. Yep. Yeah, I'm still waiting to get mine signed, but uh, that, that'll happen. That will happen eventually. I know it will. Yeah. So uh, as you guys, everybody knows, we're doing the prediction podcast here. We're getting a lot of people on. I'm super excited for this. But uh, let's get it with uh, Taylor Blake Ward here. So first question here for you. How'd you like the Angels offseason this year? This offseason, should I say? It was interesting. I mean, they, they address pitching. Uh, and without a doubt, they address pitching, especially the relief core. I mean, Archie Bradley, Aaron Loop, uh, bringing back Rizal Iglesias, some big pieces, and not just that, but, but kind of filling in all kinds of different pieces for their bullpen, making the bullpen a, a pretty, um, you know, a, a lethal uh, arm barn. Um, so it's going to be interesting to kind of see how that kind of sticks together. Relievers are volatile, um, but if if these guys are – what they have been over the course of their career, I think it's a pretty successful uh, bullpen rebuild. I would have liked to have seen them do more with their rotation. I think Noah Syndergaard is fantastic, but I still think they were a starting pitcher away. Uh, the relief is going to help there. And, of course, I thought they needed a shortstop. I, I still think they need a shortstop. I think David Fletcher is a fantastic baseball player, especially when he is at second base. Um, so I, I like the additions of Matt Duffy, Tyler Wade, et cetera. You know, they, I like these guys. I think that they are, you know, contributors, but I, I think they need an impact uh, shortstop. And I think they need an impact starter for me to really call it a, a highly successful off season. Um, but I think they did well. I, I, I would just leave it at that is I think they did well in rebuilding their bullpen and kind of addressing a, a few other items. I'm, I'm with you there. And, and you call it the arm barn. Is that what we're changing the name to? Or? <laughs> nope. It was the first thing that came to my mind because I could not think of bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's, that's perfectly fine. I'm, I'm all good with that. I know, you know it's a little late here, but we'll get this going. We'll, we'll get it rolling here. So uh, next question, uh, what is the one or maybe a couple storylines that you were looking forward to in 2022? Uh, healthy. Hopefully you get a healthy Mike Trout, a healthy Anthony Rendon, healthy Shohei Otani, and uh, three very premier baseball players. Uh, Hopefully a healthy Noah Syndergaard, um, a healthy rotation, healthy pitching staff. I think that's that's it. I mean, uh, on paper, the Angels look decent. Um, you know, I'm not going to say they're World Series contenders but on paper, but uh, on paper they look pretty good. And if, if health can be – their friend, which it has not been, I think that they're an interesting club that, that could challenge for um, a few things, uh, you know, whether it be division or, or wild card or, you know, whatever, World Series, right? You know, all kinds of different things, but they look good. Um, you know, obviously I'm going to look into, uh, you know, hopefully Mikey Stefanik can uh, break camp. Uh, you know, we're recording a little before that's an option, but, it, you know, maybe he will, maybe he won't, but when Mikey Stefanik comes up and, um, I think I'm kind of looking way ahead at the trade deadline is what they can do to maybe fill those pieces of shortstop and that final starting pitcher. I think Reed Detmers is an interesting story. Um, he's still only a year and a half gone from his time at Louisville. So uh, kind of an interesting thing there. But there's storylines. It's just uh, kind of what's going to build. And definitely health is definitely the first thing that's going to pop up in my mind when it comes to any storyline with the Angels. Yeah, I, I mean, we've said this all offseason. One through nine, all 28 guys are a question mark. I mean, you even look at someone who has been reliable in the past, like Mike Trout, and he's coming off injury and coming off – even if you want to look back to 2022, he didn't play very many games because of COVID. So, you know, it, everything. One through 28, uh, it, I think it's all going to be question marks. You're two, we're two for two on Mikey Stefanik, so I think Mikey <laughs> Stefanik needs, needs to be a thing. I think everybody wants to see what this kid can do. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm – there's so many, like I said, and you didn't even mention the, you know, Mike Trout and the kids in, in the outfield. So uh, there are just, there are so many good 
interesting storylines um, this offseason. And I mean, it's never too early to talk about the trade deadline, I think. And the Angels, Angels need to find a way to stick around, you know, that wild card spot, maybe the AL West spot until July, until they can figure out what they're going to go and get. And I think they're, they're in a very good spot. So Nate, I know you got a question. What you got? Yeah. Right away. Yeah. Taylor, what, who are you most looking forward to seeing from the angels this off season, the new addition? So whether it be a free agent or possibly like uh, a kid like Mikey Stefanik, who, who could be making his big league debut here shortly. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, good to see you, Nate. Um, how can it not be Noah Syndergaard really? I mean, <laughs> this guy, he, I remember his debut and I remember when he was coming up and just this, this guy's so electric. And I know that, um, there's going to be quite, I, he's not throwing a hundred miles per hour right now, but that's, that's okay with me. The guy is such a competitor. I really like Noah Syndergaard, obviously Mikey Stefanik. I, I love the kid and how can you not? And you, you want that to be someone that, that breaks, uh, you know, becomes a major league talent, especially with his story and the way that he kind of came up. But, um, Man, I, I I gotta go with Noah Syndergaard. You guys, such a stud. Um, I blame you. Yeah, I get. I'll give you a surprise one. Um, I want to see what Kurt Suzuki does this year. Obviously, no. And last year he was so bad. He was awful. He was. I mean, one of the worst pay- players in baseball. But prior to that, he wasn't right. You know, he was a serviceable backup catcher, and the Angels do need that. And. and I feel, you know, I think I feel very common to a lot of people. I think Austin Romine would have been a much better suited backup for uh, for Max Stassi. I think Chad Wallach would have been a much better – I think Anthony Mulrine. You know, I could go down the list, right? <laughs> but I want to see what Kurt still has in him. I mean, he – I always think back to um, in the World Series, Max Scherzer was pitching, and I think Kurt blocked 12 of 12 balls in the dirt with runners on base or something like that. And I remember that stat line, and I think, you know – this guy has value. I just – I didn't see it last year, and I don't know anyone else that did. But I want to see what he does. I want to see what he does. And there's a lot of things that I know that are um, – I'm not going to get political by any means, but there's some off-field decisions that he made that people don't like for that reason, you know, and that's their entitlement and everything. But he's a pretty nice guy. You know, I've chatted with him a few times. He's a pretty decent guy. So I want to see what he's got, but let's just stick with Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> I think we're all excited for Noah Syndergaard. That's awesome. Oh, I'm excited for Curtis Zuby. Come on, <laughs> I'm excited to see what he brings to the table this year. I think it brings. I think he brings more than just. I, gave, I bet. You, I bet. Yeah, I gave you something that no one else is going to say the rest <laughs> of the year. <laughs> well, well, we we will see. You know, if Curtis Zuby hits a couple walk offs early in the season, we'll see how all those uh, those Curtis Zuby haters talk about him. But um, but yeah, you know, I think he brings more to the table uh, that we don't see than that we do see. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. So next question, kind of a fun one here. Who has a better year between the big three trout or Indone or Otani? Oh, and Otani, both, both hitting and pitching, by the way. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I, I, um, Look, Mike Trout doesn't pitch. Anthony Rendon doesn't pitch. So I'll just go with Shohei because he does have the two-way potential. But let's be real. Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Um, I'm, I'd be stupid to not say Mike Trout, right? <laughs> and I, Anthony Rendon, man, I, I've all – you sleep on him. Yeah, you, well, Jerry and I have talked about it a ton. That guy's swing is just so stinking pretty. I love that guy's swing. So, yeah, you go with any, any of them, but I, I'll – I'll stick with Mike Trout. I mean, hasn't let me down for 12 years at this point, right? (laughs) Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Easy, easy decision there. I'm going to go with Mike, but uh, he doesn't pitch. So (laughs) that's fair. There's not a wrong answer. There there isn't a, yeah, he doesn't pitch yet. (laughs) Yeah. You you never, you never know with Joe, but, uh, but that's a, that's a 400, that's a $400 million arm. I don't know about that one. I, I, if he's pitching, I think it might be when he's 38. (laughs) That's fair. That, I mean, you never know. We'll just stick to you never know on that one. So um, final question before we let you go here, Taylor. I know it's the toughest question of the day, but let's predict the record. What do you, what do you got for the Angels this year? <laughs> oh, screw you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> record? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Houston looks good. I think that, you know, the loss of Correa and everything is, is big, but Houston still looks good. Uh, they still look – their pitching looks fantastic. Seattle is really interesting. I don't think they're there yet, but they look really interesting, really fun. Um, Texas is 
spent a lot of money. I don't know. Uh, spent a lot of money. Um, <laughs> gosh, man, I, eighty-four. That's fair. Eighty-four like wins. I'll, I'll go eighty-four. Um, is that cl- is that is it is it enough though? Is it enough I, to get them into that? I think they are a wild card team. Right. I think on paper right now they are a wild card team. Um, I think they could contend for the division. But I think they're missing a piece. I think I think everything. There's so much volatility to the Angels, and and I think that you know one thing goes wrong, and, and something this season could be another throwaway. You know, this team is not built to lose Mike Trout for an extended period of time. They're not meant to lose Anthony Rendon for an extended period of time. Um, Shohei Otani, you know, the three big pieces, and you have three. You know, a lot of teams don't have three, but they have three. But after that, you know, David Fletcher has to. Add, perform better than he did last year and he's the shortstop which you know it's it's something he hasn't done necessarily as a major leaguer at regularity so there's a lot of questions there pitching is still a bit of a question it's still up in the air so you know realistically if Patrick Sandoval and Jose Suarez do what they did last year Reed Detmers blossoms and Noah Syndergaard is what he was you know in the past um everybody stays healthy yeah this is a team that could compete for the division and win 90 games but there's a lot of volatility. The depth is definitely better. You look at uh, AAA Salt Lake, I, well over half that roster is experienced major league players uh, that are sitting in AAA. So they've got depth. I just it, The volatility just kind of leaves me way too much of a question mark. Um, I guess I'll jump it to 85, and I think they are a wild card team, and all you have to do is make the playoffs. Um, we've seen it year, time in and time again, you know, all kinds of wildcard teams win the World Series, make it to the World Series, whatever it is. Uh, playoffs are a different beast than their own. Matchups work out well. So I think this is a team that can make it to the playoffs. I'm not going to say they're division winners yet. So whatever you know, a, a wildcard team has to do to make it there, if it's 84 wins, if it's 88 wins, let's go there. That's, that's kind of my prediction. Um, but they got to be healthy. The biggest thing is they have to be healthy. On paper, they look good. You got to do it on the field. Absolutely. I mean, I think for the past what seven years we've said, oh, they look good on paper. You know, they got they got <laughs> they got some they got some guys. But yeah, no. And I, again, when it comes to when it comes to the West, it's the wild wild West. You just never know. You know, like who knows? Does do the Mariners win ninety again? You know, do what is Houston? Uh, what are the Rangers? I feel like you still can't count out Oakland, even after this off season that they've had for some strange reason. You know, the only team in the AL that you can really count out is Baltimore. You yeah, know, that's te- that is literally the only team. Like you look at the Central, and it's like, you know, the Royals are bringing up Bobby Witt. The uh, the the Tigers are bringing up their kids. You know, I mean, like, just it's it's wild. The the AL is wild this year, and then the East. It's like you can flip a coin and a four sided oh. coin and be like, all right, yeah, that that team's gonna win the World Series this year. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense to me. So, yeah, I, I it's uh this is gonna be an extremely fun fun season, I think, uh for for at least in the AL. Um, Maybe not in the NL as much, but uh, hey, you never know. The AL is going to be an absolute blast. So, uh, Taylor, again, throw everything out there again. Where, where can they find every uh, all of your stuff, the book, um, where they can follow you, maybe a Snapchat, Instagram, something like that? <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, Jared and Nate. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Taylor Blake Ward. Um, in Search of Millionaires, Life of a Baseball Gypsy, uh, the stories of Bob Fontaine Jr., longtime baseball scout, available on Amazon. Everywhere you can find books. Uh, if you want to check out my work, it is homeplayview.com. Just released my top 30 Angels prospects. And I have not had Snapchat for a very long time. <laughs> so, well, I've been, I've been married four and a half years. So, however long that is. <laughs> well, there we go. That, uh, no, no Snapchat for you, you guys, the followers. But, uh, Taylor, again, thanks, man, for jumping on and, and talking a little Angels baseball with us, like always, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, we are now joined by another special guest of the show, beat writer for the Orange County Register. Everybody knows him. I I don't even think you need to go follow him on Twitter because you probably already do. We've had Twitter conversations with Sam. Um, He's trying to catch up to to you down there, Jeff. And and Twitter followers, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But uh, Jeff Fletcher is is joining the show. Now, give his predictions. I'm super excited for this. Jeff, how you doing? Throw everything out there where we can find your work. I know you got the book that's coming out or that came out. Throw it all out there. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. Um, 
Jeff Fletcher OCR is where you can follow me on Twitter. And uh, then you can get links to all my stories at the Orange County Register. And also you can get information for buying my book, Showtime. It's about Shohei Otani, uh, about leading up to last season and last season. And it is actually not available yet. That's an advanced copy. Uh, it will be out this summer. I wish people could have it sooner, but I guess it takes a little time to produce a book. Uh, but you can pre-order it now. So if you go uh, onto, you can go straight onto Amazon if that's what you want to do and type in Showtime, SHO time, and it'll pop right up. Or you can click on my uh, Twitter bio and there'll be more information there. So hopefully Sweet. people will be uh, excited to read it. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. I, I need to pre-order that. Um, I need to get a signed copy from you as well. No, sure I, I, that's, that's pretty cool though. Um, you know, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. And we've talked Taylor Blake Ward about writing the book and it's not something easy, but uh, that's a crazy accomplishment. And that's super cool that you got that, that you were able to get that done. But uh, let's talk a little bit of angels baseball now, since I mean, that's what this show is all about. Um, so we got a couple questions for you here. Uh, how'd you like the off season for the angels? I mean, I think it could have been better. Uh, I think people would have liked to see them sign one of the the top, you know, starting pitchers who had been kind of a little more established, you know, Carlos Rodon, that kind of guy. But, uh, you know, there are not very many of those. And uh, I'm sure they tried to get some of them. They didn't. But they ended up with, still with Noah Syndergaard, who could be pretty good, certainly looked pretty good leading up to the season. Uh, Michael Lorenzen, I think, is a big wild card, but he also looked pretty good in spring training. And they improved the bullpen a lot. Uh, getting Rizal Iglesias back is huge. And uh, adding Ryan Tapera and Archie Bradley, that's pretty good too. I mean, now Mike Myers is like their fifth best reliever. And he has been pretty good for the Angels. So, you know, the key to having a good bullpen is to have a lot of options. So when inevitably a few pitchers don't pitch well, you have more options to replace them. So, you know, if you really have three good relievers that you can count on to hold a lead – you have a very good bullpen and uh, the angels could have many more than that. So that should certainly help. Absolutely. And, and something that you didn't mention, uh, you know, the shortstop position, is that something that, you know, is, do you think that's going to hamper them this year or is that, you know, something that they can work with, with all the options? You know, I think they were sort of signaling to us last September that uh, they were maybe not even going to, I don't want to say punt at shortstop, but maybe use their resources elsewhere. So uh, I think that they didn't really want to, spend the money on a, a story or a Korea. And they did, in fact, they were very aggressive in going after one of those guys. I couldn't find out which one. I'm going to guess it was story uh, that they were aggressive in going after. They didn't get, uh, which would have surprised me if they did. But anyway, I think that they just mostly felt like, you know, the rest of their lineup is so good and their uh, major point is, is defense. And you can get good defensive defense work out of shortstop for very little money. So I think that they were probably just going to go with that. And so I'm not at all surprised that they, that they ended up doing what they did. Gotcha. Well, makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Nate, I need to get some questions. Yeah, Jeff, thank you for being on. So you mentioned some of the new angels. Which one are you most excited to see this year? I mean, I think it's Syndergaard. Syndergaard has certainly got the highest upside. And, uh, you know, he's a guy who was an ace caliber pitcher before he got hurt. Um, you know, it's been a while. He says he feels great. He's still not very old. Um, you know, I think for the, you know, we talk about the time he missed. I mean, Shohei Otani basically missed the same amount of time before last season because of Tommy John surgery. He, he pitched pretty much less than two innings in 2019 and 20. And look what he did in 2021. Noah Syndergaard pitched two innings in 2020 and 2021. I'm not going to say he's going to do the same thing, but certainly, you know, it's possible that, uh, that he could come back and do that. And, you know, that would be a huge boost for the Angels if, if it happens. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of similarities there for uh, for those two guys. So on the next question here, who has the better season between the big three, Trout, Otani, or Rendon? Well, when you say better, that's difficult because Otani is not really comparable to anybody else. So it's almost apples and oranges kind of thing. But I would say Trout is probably going to have a better season than Rendon um, just because Mike Trout is Mike Trout and he's a better player than Anthony Rendon and he's younger and I just think he's – that's an easy one. He's going to be better than Rendon. As for Trout and Otani, you know, if Mike Trout has a typical Mike Trout year and Otani does what he did last year, I mean, which is better? They're different, you know, and I think that the Angels would be thrilled if they got both of those and uh, would let other people argue about who's better. Sounds good. Sounds good. I like that. I like that. Nate, what do you got? 
Yeah, we'd love to have the uh, Mike Trout Otani debate, like the Vlad and Otani debate this year. So, what storyline you looking forward to in twenty twenty two? Well, that's an easy one. Obviously, <laughs> it's Joey Otani. Uh, you know what he did last year was incredible, and I think that everybody wants to know if he can do it again. I mean, it's certainly not a foregone conclusion. He his first three years in the majors, he didn't do it because he was injured mostly. Um, you know, is he going to stay healthy? Is he going to still perform as well? You know, there are occasional little cracks in his game. You see, he strikes out a little too much. Sometimes he, his pitch kind of gets a little high and he walks a few too many guys. Um, you know, is any of that going to going to cause a problem for him? Last year, he, he worked on both those things. I think this year, if he's got uh, Trout and Rendon in the lineup behind him the whole year, that should certainly help with the strike zone uh, at the plate because he's really not going to feel the need to go out of the strike zone and he could, you know, that could help him a lot if he just sticks to swinging at strikes and just is happy to take his walks and let the guys behind him do their thing. That could make a big difference for him offensively. And if he is, if he's better, then that'd be pretty ridiculous. Um, and hopefully, I would sell a lot of books. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, I, um, a good Shohei Otani season again is is good for everybody, especially the book, especially the book. So I'll, I'll say most that much. importantly. Most importantly, yeah. Yes. yeah. Forget the Angels. We don't need the Angels to do good. We yeah. just want. We I won't make any money off the Angels. So. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, though I mean, them playing well, more people probably. I, I don't know. More people yeah. probably read and look at our stuff. So I don't. Know. That is true. That's fair. So, um, last question for you here. Probably the probably the most difficult one. Um, predict the Angels' record if you can. Well, I think that right now, if uh, their range, their most likely range. For a win total, I would put it between like 84 and 88, something like that. That's kind of allowing for some things to go wrong and some things to go right. Um, certainly, if more things go right than wrong, uh, they could get above that, you know, 90, 92, something like that. Obviously, the opposite could happen too. But uh, if, if you want to hone in on a range that, you know, I'm going to feel the most confident about them finishing in, I would go, you know, somewhere in the 84 to 88 range. So we'll just call it 86 and 76. Is that enough to get them into a wild card spot? That's probably not. They probably do need to get uh, the higher end of that. They need to get some things to go right. They need to have, you know, avoid injuries. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's true for any team. Any team that's going to get in the playoffs is going to be the team that is, you know, I don't want to say gets the luckiest, but is the team that has the most where they hit on things. You know, uh, look at the Giants last year. I mean, they hit on everything. The guys that were not supposed to be great, we're all at their maximum, basically, level that they could be. Um, and they were like a perfect team in, as far as that. And they won 107 games. Uh, you know, if the Angels do something like that, uh, not necessarily to that level, they could certainly win, you know, 94, 95. But uh, that's just – it's hard to ask for that. So, me being conservative and looking for reality, I'm going to say they're probably going to be more in the upper 80s and, and – they still could make the playoffs. Um, you know, I think it's possible, you know, with those AL East teams beating each other up, that maybe 90 gets into a playoff spot. But uh, I don't think anything less than that would, would do it. Yeah, and I think, I think we've mentioned this with everybody, and I'm going continue to continue to say it. I mean, the AL is so wild. There's only maybe one, two teams possibly out there that you're like, okay, they're not making the playoffs, and that's Baltimore. And, and even Oakland, you can't even count, count them out um, just because you know what they're going to do, like what they've done over the past five years, six years with trading and, and salary and everything. So I just think the AL is going to be so wild. I mean, you look at the Central, and that's going to be crazy. I know the White Sox are favorited, but you just never know. You never know what, uh, what those young kids are going to do. Um, in Detroit or or Kansas City, and then you mentioned the East. I mean, that's just stupid. Like, it's if Baltimore won twenty games, I would be like, "Yep, that makes sense this year." Baltimore is. I mean, they still got kids coming up too, though. So I, I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be a crazy year. I'm excited. It's gonna be a fantastic year of baseball. Uh, thanks for jumping on and, and giving us your predictions, talking a little Angels baseball with us. Um, again, you know, throw the throw the book out there. Throw where they can follow, where everybody can follow you. Yep, go get the book. Go uh, pre-order the book now. It's gonna be out this summer. Like uh, like Jeff was saying. It's gonna be a fantastic book. Uh, go get his autograph at the stadium on that book too. When you go, when you go get it, he's gonna Absolutely. you're gonna have lines around the stadium, right? Sure. <laughs> You'll be down on the field with Trout. There'll be Trout's gonna have a smaller line for autographs. And yeah, nobody's gonna want his autograph, just mine. No, just Jeff Fletcher. Yeah. So go get the book. Go follow Jeff on on Twitter. Go read his stuff um, at Orange County Register. He does a fantastic job. If you guys don't already, I mean, he's he's the man. He really is. He he, he is he's the man, the myth, the legend when it comes to Angels baseball and reporting. So. 
thank you so much for jumping on and, and talking little angels baseball with us, Jeff. All right. Thanks for having me guys. All right, guys, we are joined by our last guest of this prediction podcast here, beat writer for the Angels. We got another one here for MLB.com. You guys know him as Rhett Bollinger. Rhett, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Very excited. Thank you for taking the time to jump on. As you guys can see, Nate is not on. He's getting back from practice. He'll jump on in like two minutes. You guys will see him and he's going to think it looks weird, but uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. We'll be good. We'll we'll make it work. We'll make it work. So, you know, we're just going to keep going with these questions here. Uh, First question here for you. How'd you like the Angels offseason? I thought it got better when spring training started, making those moves in the bullpen. I think that's going to be one of their strengths this year. You know, bringing back Iglesias is really big. They didn't have an in-house closer. And then to sign, you know, Ryan DePera and Aaron Loop and, and Archie Bradley, uh, with DePera and Bradley being signed after spring training had already started. Uh, that was really big. You know, they already bring back Mike Myers and, and uh, you know, Austin Warren, Jose Quejada, and obviously the back end really hasn't been fully firmed up yet in terms of who's going to make the team. Um, but there's at least options. Even some of the guys that have been sent down, um, you know, at least have some potential here, some young arms like Jose Marte. And so I think the bullpen's going to be a strength. And, and obviously, you know, adding Syndergaard and Lorenzen, there's some risk there. The Syndergaard only throwing two innings last year, and, and Lorenzen being mostly a reliever the last few seasons for the Reds. Um, but that was their biggest need was addressing, you know, their pitching. I think that, you know, Perry did a good job of that. Um, they still have a hole there, you know, most in the middle infield in terms of they don't really have a legitimate, you know, star shortstop slash second baseman. And, and, you know, Fletcher's a very good player, and they're going to have to kind of mix and match him with a lot of guys at second base, whether it's Mayfield or, you know, Duffy. Um, you know, they're going to have to kind of, you know, Tyler Wade's going to be in that mix. So um, that's kind of the one kind of hole I thought they could have fixed maybe was, was might be signing a shortstop. But the big names all weren't cheap, so I understand why they didn't do that. It was smarter to spend money on pitching. Uh, so I thought, you know, all in all, they did improve the pitching staff, which was yeah. And something that we've preached here on this on this podcast is it's not always the big name that you got to go get; it's it's the right name. And I think they've done a fantastic job of just going out and getting the right names for the situation that they're in. I mean, you know, they got the big names; they just need to go ahead and get the right names. And and actually, I forgot to do this. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you, find them, find your work, all that stuff. I know that you are you're a big name and everything like that, but we still got to do it here. I still got to promote. You still got to got to get your name out there, right? Well, I'm not a big name, but no, I'm on, uh, you know, Twitter, at Rhett Bollinger. Um, you can find all my work at MLB.com, uh, especially at Angels.com. Uh, you know, all my stories go up at Angels.com. And, and this year, too, I'll be doing a newsletter that comes out twice a week. Um, you can sign up for that on the website there, too. There'll be a link to it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be kind of fun. A little bit more of a kind of more fun with that, more Q&As and kind of a lot of look backs to the 2002 World Series. Uh, you know, 20th anniversary of that. And so that'll be fun talking to some former players from that. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about the newsletter, but most of the stuff's going to all just be there on angels.com and healthy.com. Yep. So if you don't do that already, go ahead and go follow him on Twitter um, and also go read his work on MLB.com. I mean, if you're not getting the notifications, I get them all the time on MLB.com that you know new articles are coming out and then subscribe to his, uh, to this newsletter. It sounds like an absolutely amazing opportunity. And again, 20th anniversary it's going to be an absolute blast this year I know they've got a lot of fun stuff going on at the stadium with all of that but uh, let's get on to this year here um, is there a storyline that you're kind of looking forward to you know following in this 2022 season for the Angels I think a big one will just be how Noah Syndergaard looks um, I think it's going to be fun you know as a former ace with the Mets um, he looked really good against you know just an exhibition game but against the Dodgers that was pretty much their full lineup outside of Freeman um, striking out seven you know over five innings only given up, you know, I think it was a one hit, the one walk. Um, you know, he just looked really strong. You know, he, he's even saying that he thinks his velocity is only going to get stronger. It was right around 95. Um, we've seen him, you know, get up as high as 100 miles per hour back with the Mets. So um, he thinks there's even more in the tank. And even his slider and curveball have been kind of more of a, a work in progress just because he couldn't throw them for so long as part of his Tommy John rehab. Um, he didn't start really throwing those until this spring, really. Um, and the changeup looked pretty good against the Dodgers too. So he's got the full arsenal. It's just a matter of putting it all together and, and getting that delivery. Uh, he's a big guy, you know, so you got to get that delivery in sync. Sometimes it's tougher for the big guys, but clearly he had it going for a long time with the Mets. Um, and now coming up, Tommy John, um, I think too, it's, it's kind of similar to Shohei. Shohei threw what, an inning in two thirds in 2020 and bounced back to throw 130 and a third, I think last year. So if Syndergaard can get to 130, 140, um, and be a you know, top pitcher, that's going to go a long way toward uh, this team potentially being in the postseason. 
Absolutely. It's a, it's a big name that the angels have been, have been looking for, you know, that, that was, that was the big name that I think a lot of people were hoping for is that starting, starting pitcher. And I think they kind of, I think they kind of got it. It's kind of in a sense, shored up. I think there's still a, still a pitcher, pitcher maybe short, but I mean, we can probably discuss that in July when, when that rolls around <laughs> as well, if they're, if they're still hunting for that playoff spot. So um, yeah. Who has the best season out of the, who has a better season, should I say, out of the big three, uh, Trout, Otani, or Rendon? It's a great question. I mean, I think it's, you almost have to go with Shohei just because he does both. Because mm-hmm. um, he's so elite at both. It's not like he's just good at one or the other. He's elite at both of them. Yeah. Um, you know, Trout, you know, he's a three-time MVP. And last year, too, before the calf injury, um, was having, you know, his best start pretty much ever uh, offensively. So it wouldn't surprise me for Trout to have just an otherworldly year offensively, especially with, you know, kind of proving to everybody that he's still, he's still the best player. I mean, the last two years is tough because the injury and the year before that with the shortened season – you know, even the year before that, he finished on the injured list. He won the MVP in 19, but, you know, he had the issue with his with his, what was his ankle and, the, sorry, the foot had, like, that um, nerve issue in there in his foot. So he's had some injuries. I think he wants to prove that he's healthy. And same with Rendon. You know, Rendon last year, coming off the hip surgery, uh, wasn't quite the same player. Um, but so far this spring, he's looking a lot better, especially the same thing in those exhibitions, which, you know, just exhibitions but against the Dodgers. So he looks like he's kind of starting to lock in here offensively. But I just think Shohei being able to, to pitch – at that level and to hit at that level, he's got to be the favorite for AL MVP. Um, and so I, I think that I expect another big year from him. I think pitching wise, he could potentially even be better than last year. I think that the walks that if he continues that, um, he can be one of the best pitchers in baseball. And then offensively, same thing with the lineup. You know, you never really know how much protection matters, but at the same time, uh, it, it does matter in terms of even just run production to have Mike Trout and Rendon and Walsh behind him instead of, you know, no offense, but like, you know, last year they had a lot of guys hurt. And so, uh, you know, they didn't really have the line of protection behind him the same way. So I could see him even being somehow, which sounds amazing, you know, incredible, but I could see Otani even be a little bit better than he was last year. So for me, I think that the, he'd be the guy of those three. That's that's scary to think of, like, a, a better <laughs> Shohei Otani than what he was. I mean, putting up 50 <laughs> home runs and, and you know, pitching in 150 innings and doing, yeah. you know, lower. Like, yeah, that's that's scary. That's like that's like talking Trout getting better, you know. And that, you that was impossible, that. but yeah. Out. He's, he's, yeah. he's crazy how good he is exactly exactly so i think we know you know what excited what new angel you're most excited to see but uh which probably know Syndergaard. but is there anybody else that you're you know pretty excited to see what what he does this offseason when it comes to the new guys that they have acquired yeah the new guys i mean lorenzen has looked really good this spring curious how that works as a starting pitcher um you know he's got to prove that he can, he can be a starter um but he really wanted to come to anaheim you know he's from the area um he looks strong in spring I know obviously a lot of young lefties too. I know they're new guys, but it's fun to see, you know, Detmers is technically new and we saw him a little bit last year um, as a rookie. Uh, that curveball was really just, it's amazing to see in person. It really is. Like I got to see him pitch. It was just a B game against the D-backs, but I sat right behind home plate in the front row and just watching that breaking ball was just insane. Guys were flinching, you know, all the time at it. So he's really fun. And I, I think the bullpen guys, I, I'm pretty, pretty confident that the veteran bullpen guys should be fine. I don't really worry about how they're going to do. Um, but I do think Lorenzo, there's a little bit of a, you don't really know what you're going to get. And, and maybe worst case, he goes in there and solidifies the bullpen later in the year if it doesn't work out as a starter. Um, ideally, obviously for the Angels, he stays as a starter. Um, but yeah, I do think that's going to be interesting to see how he does with Syndergaard kind of uh, as, as a big addition to that, that rotation. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, a lot of fun new guys to watch. And I, I'm, I'm intrigued to know what they do with Lorenzen moving forward. But, uh, but last question here, probably the toughest question that we have, that we have on, uh, on this one. Can you try to predict the angels record this year? Yeah, it's a tough one. You know, I think they're going to, I think they have a chance to win more than 90. Um, just because I think right now that, you know, that the pitching is finally better. Everybody's been healthy uh, so far as you never know, things could, could go south health wise uh, just because, especially with the short and spring training. And we've seen a lot of teams around the league with all these injuries uh, Angels have been fortunate so far. Hope I don't, you know, jinx them there. But um, so I, I guess I'll probably go with like 89 wins, and maybe they get in there as one of the uh, as one of the wild card teams. I still think the Astros um, just are, are a better team in terms of just less question marks with them. But at the same time, you know, losing Correa and even up, you know, sorry, Verlander's not a sure thing with uh, coming up Tommy John himself. So I can see there's a chance of the Angels winning the division, but to me, I think they're more likely to be. Uh, a team that can sneak into the wild card and maybe beat 89, uh, potentially in the 90s, uh, you know, low 90s uh, win total. 
I like that. I like it. I am I'm sure the fans will really enjoy hearing that as well. Um, so again, just want to thank you so much for taking the time, jump on and, and, and talk with us. I know uh, opening week is, is extremely busy for everybody, but thank you so much, Red. I, I really appreciate it. And then uh, tell everybody again, where they can follow you and where they can uh, read your work. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. That was awesome. Yeah, a lot of fun. And hopefully again in the future, but yeah, Rhett Bollinger is my, uh, at Rhett Bollinger is my Twitter and same thing. Everything's at MLB.com and especially angels.com. And yeah, look for that newsletter. Uh, it should be in the headline stack there. I think it's like the Bollinger Beat newsletter, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. You know, a lot of fun stories throughout the year, and it'll link to my other stories and other stories across baseball from other beat reporters. And uh, so, yeah, it should be a really fun year. And yeah, I'm all easy to find there on Twitter and uh, angels.com. Absolutely. Thank you again. And guys, I want to thank you all so much for listening to this preview podcast here at Talking Halos. Follow us on all our social media, subscribe wherever you're listening to it. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Nate, who isn't here, unfortunately, at Nate Green 34. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.